0: Feel the thrill of the chase. Discover new and powerful weapons and control the destinies of America's leading morons. Whoa! Two morons, three different games, the Beavis and Butthead video game for Genesis, Game Gear, and Super NES. <laughs>
1: Hey, all What are you doing? Welcome to Play Retro. That's right. I'm uh, Scott Johnson, your host, and I need teepee for my bunghole and my Genesis.
0: I oh, and your Genesis? Gross. And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I just played eight hours of frog baseball. Frog baseball! Mm. And I still don't have guar tickets. I'll set the building on fire. 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 Fire! Fire, fire. Mm. Friar. Friar. Mm. You guys, uh, mm. you guys mm. Friar. at home,
1: people at home are going, whoa, they're doing... They're doing Beavis and Butthead. What the hell happened to my retro show? Yeah. Well, this time we're,
0: we're turning the tables. Instead of Beavis and Butthead do something, it's going to be Scott and Brian do Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then it does the rest of you at the same time or something. Uh, as you all know, they just had a hit movie come to uh, Paramount Plus. It did real well. And uh, I saw it and really enjoyed it. There are going to be a, well. a decent size of our audience that have no love for the old Beavis and Butthead stuff. Uh, or Mike Judge's early work, I don't know. But uh, I guess we'll find out when we get emails next week. But we thought, since there's also a new series debuting, which is already out and up to three episodes, I think. Um, uh, there's two
0: episodes. Two. Randy told me there was a third. He's a liar. I thought there was a third as well,
1: so I must also be a liar. <laughs> I don't know. Is it form.
0: today? It's a day at uh, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 to 9, 2022. There's only two episodes for me on the gotcha. Paramount Plus uh, service but uh i don't know whatever you must whatever. be right
1: i'm behind uh behind one then not two because i've only seen the first one which is the escape room episode and it's, oh, it's great the by the way one is so it's really funny good it's really good it, that they, one. they haven't skipped it a really beat is. these guys they haven't f- skipped a beat they they walked right into 2022 and are still funny if you like it brian and i were having yeah, this whole like conversation it. before the show about you either like it or you don't uh, it's yeah, it's like root beer was, was his point. You either like root beer or you don't, you know, there's not a lot of middle ground on things like Beavis and Butthead, but they did have an impact on, you know, Genesis, super NES, PC kind of the, yeah, the 90s. Yeah. The 90s were a big deal and they had a bunch of video games. So we're going to talk about those, but also kind of in ancillary ways, uh, other tie-ins like them. Uh, what succeeded, what didn't, you know? Just kind of look at the landscape yeah. of that time a little
0: bit. Yeah, Viacom was doing some things. You may have, you may know those guys, Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah, they were doing some video games. Some were okay. Some were not so okay.
1: Yeah, some mm-hmm. were bad. A couple of them were pretty good though. Uh, one in particular. Yeah, don't
0: worry, we did our last Beavis and Butthead impressions at the top of the show. Everything else is going to be Mike Judge. Oh yeah, approved. you're not going to
1: hear us. Either yeah, some of it's Mike Judge. Some of it might be stand-ins because I did some recording and who boy, some of these.
0: Yeah, some of it was Mike Judge. So I was kind of shocked.
1: Wait till you hear the shocked. Game Gear voice uh, samples. Oh, my Lord.
0: Oh, I did. I did hear the Game Gear. I played a, I actually played a good bit of that one. I did, too. Mm-hmm. It's
1: actually not bad. Uh, it's
0: dumb that it's fun.
1: It's actually, it's dumb, but it plays tight. It's nice and tight. Yeah.
0: yeah. We'll get
1: to all that coming up. Before that, a couple of quick things. Both Brian and I got our little tiny Dilberts, not Dilberts, Cuberts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm touching my Dilbert right now did in honor I of uh, Beavis and Butthead. Where is mine? Oh, I left it upstairs. Boom! There mine's right there on the screen, baby. Just like that, Miss oh. Batman you showed us last week. This yeah. is uh, the micro arcade Cubert. These people don't give us any money. We just saw it on uh, on the Amazon. I think this was like twelve ninety nine, and I like it and appreciate it. Like Scott said last week about credit card size, but thicker than that. Uh, and just, you know, it's like it's three credit cards it's, stacked. If you had to, yeah, pay. I mean, Kubrick just, he just had move buttons. He didn't, you know, so you got your, your tokens and your start button mm-hmm. over here. And then you just got, you just got your movement, right? That's mm-hmm. all you need. A little D pad. Like you said, Oh, watch face about the same size is my, my Apple Watch, Mm -hmm. was it like a 7 or something I have on? So the screen size is about that size, not nearly as clear. But, you know, hey, why not? It's uh, Hubert and it's purple. It looks – that back of it just looks sexy right there. Just having that alone, I want to get my phone – like uh, tattooed with that or something. That <coughs> yeah,
1: having great. a cool purple back like that, like the matte finish, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah, that looks um, good. But anyway, the yeah, mine got in as well. I just left it upstairs. But I've already taken mine out of the packages, charged them, and played them both. Brian's Mr. Mint-in-Box over there. Yeah,
0: I, I I didn't see any reason, because you could fully access all the buttons. It was already fully charged. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, play it through here. And I played mm. it exactly as much as I thought it would play a cubert the credit card size <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i need i won't lie i needed readers for uh, both of these they're pretty tiny yeah. little tiny sprites kind of hard to see mm-hmm. what's going on but i love them yeah. for what they are so i that. think it's cubert it's definitely cubert <laughs> in fact i think it's a more um i think it's a more representative cubert than this is of pac-man this is fine but it's a little on the choppy side it feels a little game and yeah. watch in terms of graphics and stuff Whereas the the Qbert actually moves and feels like Qbert. So Yeah.
0: The uh know. the the character size on Miss Pac Man is is much smaller and those dots are much yeah. smaller than Qbert. Cubert's actually he takes up a little bit more room of the screen. Yeah. You know, it's got that pyramid to jump around on. We got to get a Qbert episode going on one day. I wanna know what they were thinking with that little foul mouth uh gonzo short looking short ball face thing. thing. Yeah. 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 It's
1: like a Muppet ball with a with a with a trunk. Yeah. It looks I mean, a little like, bit
0: like he guess he's an alien because he jumps and then he says bad words when uh when the the coiled snakes hit him and stuff. It's yeah. He goes meow, meow, meow.
1: Yeah. And he looks like Birdo uh from Super Mario Brothers 2. Yeah. Like that Birdo egg egg chucking Birdo.
0: Yeah, yeah, Birdo, not Birdo.
1: No, Birdo, by the way, not, worst character in the history of Berto. Mario. Can't stand Birdo.
0: <laughs> worst. So he's your uh he's your uh uh uh, what is that stupid thing we played the other week that was uh the Mega Man with the stupid <laughs> Oh the stupid fart knocker. Yeah. He's uh yeah. he's the, he's a blob, he's cross eyed and he's yeah. from the void and I he's, forgot uh, the name oh, it's something Grease, Grease, Grease Spot. Grease Spot, was that it? No, is. it's something else. But yeah. it was bad. Like You're not that. wrong. uh
1: yeah, Cubert, I have fond feelings for Kubert. We will probably need to talk about Qbert at length at some point. We that little
0: in that little rainbow disc you wrote on. Oh, yeah. was back up to the top <laughs> so you can <could laughs> say, Suck it, you yeah. stupid snakes.
1: Yeah. I still find that gameplay super addictive. Something yeah, about very it. Good. And it's yeah. and it's kind of just pseudo three E Pac-Man in that you're not eating things, but you have to turn all these, these platforms to colors and you avoid creatures yeah. while you do it. And some later levels it. you
0: can, you have to, you have to turn them multiple times. Yeah. It's a pretty good, it's a pretty good game loop, cuber. Yeah.
1: Something about it I really like. So we'll, we'll yeah. do cuber one day, you guys. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. We'll cuber did. Um, also a couple quick things. Um, if you're a fan of the Outrun, Sega Outrun games, which, uh, we talked am. about in passing, but never a full show on yet, anyway. Or did we?
0: Did we do Outrun? No. We have not done Outrun. I have, I have, uh, I think I suggested one week, but we had some, some other hot thing that came up and we, we're going to have to head back to it, but yeah, we'll get back to Outrun. Outrun.
1: Outrun's awesome. So Outrun in both arcade and home forms, and especially the PSP game called Outrun 20 or 2003. Mm -hmm. Um, amazing games. Well, I'm always on the hunt for something that makes me feel like those games did. Right. And there's a game that's been out for a year or two now, but is just now kind of, I don't know, getting attention. Um, and it's a game that was built to be like those or to feel like those, but also look nice on new and modern systems. Right. A um, like
0: neon and, but like, yes. just looks. But not super all sexy. pixely
1: and whatever. You know, they, they yeah. wanted to go for something that seems sort of new, but it plays like those old games, which is really what I was looking yeah. for is that kind of feeling of, the, of those games. And the game is called, and some of you may have heard of it, it's called Horizon Chase. Yes. And uh, I'm going to put it, I'll do a quick video. I here.
0: love this game. I am so glad you brought it up. I love the fact that it's on sale on Steam, you said, I think.
1: Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on sale on Steam for five bucks. It's five available bucks? on the Switch. It's on Xbox, PlayStation. Everybody's got it. started out on iOS, funny enough, or on mobile Oh, I didn't um, know that. as a thing, yep, and uh, did pretty well there. Uh, and moved out to these other consoles, which I think is where they're going to shine the most. Cause you know, controllers and right. stuff. Anyway, um, I've been holding off on buying it for my steam deck. Cause I'm just like, hey, I don't want to spend 19 again. Cause I own it in three places. Like, why would I buy it again right. for full price? And then sure enough, the day after I'm thinking about that, this thing goes on sale for $5 on steam. And I'm like, well, that's where I want it. Cause I want to put it on my steam deck. Yeah, and so yeah. I immediately, uh, paid for it, downloaded it. Uh, it's part of my life now and I just want to recommend it. It's, it's great. If you, if you miss those kinds of racers, you know, arcade, there's a clock running, although not always. Sometimes there's a, there's different modes. So there's some, that feel just like outrun where you're racing a clock. Yeah. There's some where you're doing more traditional, like modern racing stuff. Um, you got to pick up fuel canisters or else you're going to run out of gas on the third lap or something. Um, cool cars, neat graphics, uh, just a rad little game. So pick you know up.
0: what's and fuel pickups looks like. You know what? Yep. Uh, I, I man, I love pole position so much. Back in the day when I was a kid, but that's a really hard game to play now. Mm-hmm. It is really hard to go back and find joy in the pole position.
1: Oh yeah, pole position is <laughs> rough. I mean, it's it's a, it's a I, I see it as a really important game. You know, landmark oh, game,
0: super important. Love yeah. the cartoon. But man, just the gameplay of it, it kind of reminds me that this is just barely one step away from those little uh, those little tabletop games mm-hmm. with the with the band that runs over and over again mm-hmm. like a paper towel in a in a men's bathroom. Yeah. Where it's just the same track and you just like have a little steering wheel and you make your little guy go left and right. <laughs> yeah it's kind of not far from there. What are those that stupid thing called? They we, you know what I'm talking about, right? Those yeah. little yeah. old tabletop hardware pieces of crap i don't know what they're called but i know what you mean you, you were like racing with like etch-a-sketch kind of yeah. almost weird looking thing yeah yeah it's just i don't know what those are weird. called what
1: were those called i guess they were just kinetic uh parlor game type things like yeah
0: i don't, I don't know. know they were they were uh they were both uh fascinated me before i really got into the video games uh but also about five seconds later you're like wow this is this is trash it's
1: yeah just- <laughs> it's been bad trash they're not great Bad um, trash so you're not wrong um this also features turbo stuff. The wipeouts are just like, I mean, they really
0: just lifted
1: this from what yeah, people but like about Elrun. It's so Outrun.
0: smooth and it's got, it's got, uh, it's, oh, what is it? What do you call it? Cell shading? Yeah, it's all the, cell shaded, I guess. I guess it is. Oh. Yeah. I guess you call that cell yep. shading. The effects are definitely cell shaded types, yeah. but it's neat, though. It's
1: really neat. And uh, like I said, yeah. that price is hard to beat. It's just some kind of flash sale they're having right now.
0: So uh, normally Actually, 20 bucks, yeah. Go grab it uh this is uh horizon chase turbo 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 also in the name i believe so horizon
1: Horizon chase Chase turbo is correct yeah and they've got dlc they've got i think the new i think the pack on steam just comes with everything i'm not sure right anyway worth getting especially at five bucks it's stupid cheap yeah um and then when's the last thing oh i started i don't know why i did this So I I know I did this I was hunting down games for the Steam Deck that I haven't touched in a while or have never played Mm -hmm. and just wanted to see what's out there. I'm like, well, I never did play this. Why? I don't know. But let's see how it is on the Steam Deck. So I've been downloading a lot of those games, having a really fun time kind of making a list of what I think is cool for that device. And, um, you know, we did a whole show on DuckTales. Remember that? I do remember that. I completely yeah. forgotten. We talked about it on the show, but not a, not deep, but we you know, I sort of had forgotten that they had this remake or remaster that they made yeah. in like 2012, 2013 Yeah. Um called DuckTales Remaster, I think, or remastered.
0: I think it's got remaster, I think you're right.
1: And it's got voice actors from the show all doing their parts. It's uh, you know, modern graphics and all of that. And I thought, well, I never did fire this up and try this. Let's just see how this
0: is. Oh, and did you do it? Did you I fire did. it up?
1: I did. I already had the the game. I don't I don't know when I got it, but um probably a cut. Was older. it
0: root beer or not root beer? What'd you think?
1: Uh it was it was well, I hate root beer, so it was not root beer. It's good. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. You know why? Because the original game is balls hard, which we talked about. Yeah. Yeah, And the reason that I get so frustrated with that game is it's just too unforgiving. Like I actually want to enjoy myself and I feel like I'm dying every four seconds. I got to start everything over all the time. This game features like three difficulty levels and one of them is checkpoint revival, basically. And that's fine with me. I'll play that way. And it's so much more enjoyable not having to worry about redoing everything if you lose your three lives yeah. so you get to, so, you get to uncheck that hurt me plenty yeah i got gotcha. you that's exactly right um yeah. and if you're a fan of the old show which you know i sort of was a little little younger for me when i when it came out so i, I kind of missed it its first time around i think it's super charming now and that new one on disney plus is great um oh, yeah, it's so good. but uh it was a fun opportunity to play a thing that i i admire the humor and the storytelling and uh, the fact that this is all voice acted and stuff really didn't hurt, and it feels like a game that just came out. Like it looks great.
0: Yeah, Twenty twelve really not does. that long ago, but um, I guess it, ta- almost ten years. Scott, I guess it ten years. Literally is ten years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Look at that. I, I'm with you though. As but now see, I'm on the other side though. I think it tastes like root beer. is delicious. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: so you liked the root beer. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I liked the um, Coke Zero flavor uh, unit. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, hey. Uh, so, in addition to that, what happened to your C16 CPU? I don't understand what happened.
0: Oh, so here's my so oh. uh, spoiler. Next week, we're going to be looking at some Commodore 64 games, and I thought, well, I better see if I can get that uh, Commodore 16 I have, which was actually released after the Commodore 64, little faster processor, less memory. Uh, and, uh, I, I plugged it in and unfortunately I got the flashing gray screen. And what I looked up to find that out, uh, was that the CPU, which is one of the very common problem on these 60s, 16s, uh, is dead. Unfortunately, those are hard to find original pieces, but there are some alternatives out there. So I may tackle that probably not before the next show. But I was very disappointed. I it I thought it worked the last time I had it plugged in, and it didn't just this time. So, bummer. And I've been looking. I thought, well, no big deal. I'll just buy me a Commodore 64. not know, everything. Just like everything else, every th- inflation mm. and demand has increased all the prices on the Commodore 64. And I'm just trying to find something reasonable at this point. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see, or I will tackle this, uh, possible replacement for the uh, CPU on this thing. The bad, I bad thing about that is though, not as many games were developed for the Commodore 16. Uh, and there, there's actually a 64, uh, upgrade for the memory on it. Uh, but even then you'll run into a lot of problems with gaming and stuff. And that's most, most of what we do here. I am interested in getting this thing running. Do you have a problem? I have a real problem, Scott, mm. I have a real problem. I actually found some Commodore Sixteens that were f- reasonably priced that are working right now, and I thought I should just order th- that, and then I don't have to mess with none of this stuff. Mm, mm. And then I'm like, that's not Brian. <laughs> Brian, Brian can't let this. I have a real problem, man. <laughs> I don't like. Ele- I don't like that I have any electronic in my. I don't like to throw away electronics, and I don't like. When they don't work, yeah, I can't just order another C sixteen and then put this to the side for parts. I just can't
1: do it. I think I could do if I was that set on getting a C sixteen, which I'd forgotten existed. To be honest, I forgot they even did that. right. Such weird, weird marketing, right? It's like
0: it was. It was a weird. They were, they were trying to. They were trying to fight a market that didn't exist. They were yeah. trying to find a cheaper way. But nope. if if there was nobody else doing anything cheaper, it was just dumb. Anyway, it was really
1: dumb. But my point is, like, uh, if it were, I think I'm the opposite. If I was for sure going to try to get my C16 game on. Right. I think I would track one down and then use that for parts. I think I'd be fine with that. But I get it. You haven't, you haven't this weird, I'm not saying it's even bad or it's not a pejorative. You have an attachment to your stuff.
0: I don't, it's it's, it's stupid because I was like, why do I feel this way? Does this have sentimental value to me? And I'm like, no, it does not. My dad just gave this to me because he found one at a garage sale one time and he picked up for a few dollars. And me and my dad never even had a Commodore 16 back in the day. We had 64s and Vic 20s and a 128. Mm -hmm. And so that's where our love comes from. And so he he was just like he just gets like hey whatever you know it's like hey if you want to get rid of it whatever it doesn't matter I just found found it really cheap and I was like okay so there's no sentimental value either so I just don't understand why I can't stand the idea I think it all goes back to Star Wars and the 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 droids I've I've imbued life into all of these smart electronics yeah and I just I, I it's 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 like I can't do it you can't, can't just can't.
1: replace an R2 unit you you want yeah. R2 d2 like he's it's yours it's got a, it's got a it.
0: bad motivator unit on it and I, I i can't i can't just you know take the red give one it to the little yeah. i can't just give it to the little uh druid guys out in the desert
1: yeah f <laughs> druid
0: guys <laughs> i love calling the little druid guys uh it makes star wars fans angry yeah
1: it's utini is uh is druid for druid guys that's yeah. the word right right um i'm looking at so this is this video compilation i'm showing the chat right now which is a hundred um, where's the title? 100 Commodore 16 games in 10 minutes, and they're just showing them rapid succession. I'm shocked yeah. there were 100 of these.
0: Believe it or not, the CPU in these machines was actually faster than the Commodore 64. Even though you couldn't render hardware-wise uh, sprites, you could render them in by the CPU, and it was actually better looking, actually. It actually was performed better. Oh, it was it was trying to hit a price point of fifty dollars, ended up being a hundred dollars, and they just couldn't move them in the U.S. Couldn't do it, you know? but, uh,
1: yeah. But oh my gosh, summer games!
0: <sighs> I forgot that. Well, oh, summer games is so good. We may talk about that next week. That was been in, that's oh. been on my list. I've been trying to find things that were, you know, exclusive or primarily known for the Commodore sixty four, because uh, there's there's a lot of ports that were you know widely spread elsewhere that were bigger sellers.
1: Yeah, that's a little so. bit of a hint, everybody. Next week we're doing Commodore sixty four's top five. And, uh, there may be Best a little retros, top five. Yeah, don't, to play retros, don't add us. Okay. Everything will be fine. All right, Brian. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, you got a Mr. It, Snacks. What's that?
0: Yeah. I got Mr. Snacks. So I got my little Mr. Snacks. So we talk about uh, this from time to yeah. time, Mr. FPGA. Yeah. 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 This is, uh, this is, uh, so this is a little, a, a dongle. Thank you, uh, Gosa for turning me on to this, watching you play all those fun accessories with your, uh, uh, Mr. Got Me Turned On, and I'm like, yeah, I need to do that. And so, as you can tell here, I got a dongle uh, that is a PlayStation dongle. You're saying so Tondragosa's
1: dongle turned you on? Is that what you're saying?
0: That's right. It did. It did. Okay. So now I can plug there. in my PlayStation controller hardware, any of those accessories, and play it on uh, the the PlayStation Core that is on here. And it's fun because these things all use HDMI uh, uh, what's the format I suppose you would call it but it's not it's just data. And that's how you plug these in so yeah uh, there's other accessories I can buy too but this is the new snacks that is on I believe it's Mr. Add-ons I believe it's very good. I'm a little surprised it's
1: not all Thunderbolt or uh, USB-C uh- you know, uh, whatever the new spec yeah, the, is for Thunderbolt, I'm surprised. yeah. The
0: other side is, of course, a USB, so I can plug in for power. And oh, stuff. right, right, but, right. Um, so, right. yeah. So, I'm I'm pretty excited about playing with that. So, if if you're out there and you know of uh, some wicked cool PlayStation accessory, other than that dual stick thing, which I'm thinking about getting. Um, let me know. I yeah. would, I like to mess around a little bit with some yeah. uh, good PlayStation accessories.
1: Yeah, and sign up for Tondergos's uh, uh, accessories. His uh, um, unofficial ton, uh, his Ton Talk. His 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 OnlyFans where he shows his dongle. <laughs> yeah, this is dongle dongle.com. You're get a kick out of that. Yeah,
0: well, that'll be great. All right, Ton Dongle.
1: We are uh, now ready to dig deep into the '90s phenomenon that was Beavis and Butthead gaming. As weird as it sounds, there's a lot here, so stick uh, stick around here it it is. Shall we play a game? Sure, let's start with the Genesis. So there are three specific tie-in games based on the animated television series, Beavis and Butthead, which, by the way, is having a bit of a resurgence, so we thought it'd be fun to tackle it here on the show. Uh, These were released and published by Viacom New Media in 1994, Super Nintendo, Genesis slash Mega Drive, and the Game Gear. Um there was also a Game Boy version that would come out later, right? Yeah, like
0: 98. Yeah, which right. is and it was so not weird. Uh, was not attached. Those first three that you mentioned were all tied in together. Uh, with the same basic storyline, same basic settings, and some of the same weapons and things, but totally, totally different radically games. different gameplay.
1: Yeah, point. they're very different games. It's so weird to me because this happened a yeah. lot. We we haven't really got into this much in previous episodes, but like Disney's Aladdin, which was very popular on the Genesis, and that was the kind of the version mm-hmm. de jour at the time. Was Part of the reason it was it liked more is it was just a better game than the SNES one. You'd say, well, why? Was it slower? Did it look as good? No. It's a different <laughs> game. It's a totally yeah. different game. And that was a thing they did. Like, like Even in our NHL 94 episode, I think we talked about this a little bit, the Genesis versions and the yeah, SNES versions weren't different. always just ports. They were um, sometimes just from the ground up, someone else did it. And yeah, Different fe- developers different. We had
0: three different developers on these three different titles and each one of them had their own little take on how to do it. Yeah, and so they did just that
1: first one I'm gonna play a little sound from is the Genesis version of the game which was called Beavis and Butthead came out in 1994 uh, a notable year for me because that was the year my oldest daughter was born. Which sounds insanely long ago now. Oh, you have it, it there. Look at you. He's got the box. People at
0: home, yeah, buying is the, the box. I've got the original uh, uh Genesis version of the Beavis and Butthead, the you cart. I, I play a little bit and it actually goes to show you how different the real experience is because when I was playing this on the real hardware versus the uh retro arch emulation, believe it or not, this game requires a little bit of a uh, little bit of speed. Yeah. A little bit of speed. Sometimes. Yeah, it takes a
1: little bit of stuff. Anyway, here's yeah. what that sounded like in your Boy, how do you gonna hear a difference between this and the SNES version of the game? But oh yeah, here you go.
0: <laughs> pull my finger. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Come on, Beavis, pull it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool.
1: And then this this bit.
0: <laughs> this
1: version is a little more metal than this Super NES. It is. The Super NES version of that intro is like. I don't know. Kind of. It's
0: jaunty. It's, it's jaunty. It sounds yeah. like the Nintendo. It sounds like uh, <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if any Japanese developers were involved. It was uh, created by Real Time Associates, who did the Ah uh, Real Monster games. Yeah. Um, and it felt a lot more. It didn't feel as metal to me. The music, even though the SNES far superior audio
1: Oh, way way superior. we'll get you'll hear it in a minute it's so much better um than this but here's the basic story of this game uh they had guar tickets <laughs>
0: yes they did guar 1994 baby you had yep. to have some guar tickets
1: and they got shredded i don't want to spoil anything but they There's need to no go find all the here. pieces put them together so they can still go to the guar concert now you might say oh cool they got some you know guar's using their name in here and that's fine but one thing i noticed right out of the gate and this is true of most of these games gone are the metallica and gone are oh, the yeah. acdc shirts that these two are famous for wearing instead one is set, one is called skulls skulls and the other yeah. one is
0: uh hard rock hard rock something like, or something is like it that. hard rock or something like that yeah, yeah it's it, so it lame. made me
1: sad it made me sad too i get it you'd have to give rights to to use that stuff in a game form and you'd have to pay Metallica and acdc yeah. a bunch of royalties. I don't know what Death that Rock. I don't know what that arrangement is with the cartoon because they're de- they definitely keep using that stuff now.
0: Even today um, they still keep that. Yeah, yeah,
1: they're still using the same shirts uh in 2022, but anyway, that was pretty interesting. Now what's what's great about the Genesis version at least I thought. It was an interesting hybrid of action and point and click sort of adventure puzzle stuff. Right. And to me, that was unique at the time for a game like this. I played this game yeah. back in the day, the one that you own there. And um they have a bunch of real clips, voice clips, although horribly rendered, but still yeah. there. Um lots of places. <laughs> Mike that you Judge recognize. doing all that
0: audio work, right?
1: Yeah, they got Mike Judge in studio to record a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Some of it I they probably could take from B roll and, you know, do whatever yeah. they need to do. Yeah. But um you could do two player co op, basically. Yeah. I never did that. Did single player the whole time. And I when you do single yeah. player, you pick Beavis or Butthead. Maybe it's just Butthead and Beavis follows you.
0: Um, right. the whole time, right? You you can you can you can switch between them. I think and this is this is where it gets confusing and frustrating for the Sega Genesis. Um uh it's the the, the on different screens mm. and in different situations, you only had the A B C button. This is early this is ninety four. And so you only have the ABC button and the start button in the D pad. And so sometimes you're doing something and you press one button and you're expecting a result and other times you get something else, but you can switch between Beavis and Butthead if you're playing by yourself. Yeah, for sure. Which Um, is important because there's, there's life bars for both those guys. And if either one of them dies, you're dead, but the the character you're controlling is probably going to get the lion's share of the damage. So you can swap between the two and one gets low.
1: Yeah. And this, in the game for fans of the cartoon featured locations and played like right now we're watching them at their place of work where they worked at whatever the name of that burger place, what's the world burger world. And they're in there working it being terrible and the customer's pissed and all that. Um, but you got this weird like inventory system where it's like, oh, I have French fries in my inventory. Yeah. I will drop it here and this guy will get his fries. Now I've passed this, this, you know, this thing I've gotten money, whatever.
0: Um, Oh, he's gonna puke! Don't, don't, yeah, don't forget. This is how you get the one of the first tickets you get. You, uh, you find it the in the dumpster behind the the Burger World. You find a rat. You stick it in there with the fries because this angry customer wants some food. Yeah. you give it to him. He throws up. Guess what? You found part of the guar tickets that Mister Anderson's ripped up.
1: Yep, man, yeah. It's in. The, it's because it was part of the 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 rat or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh they the game kind of plays like that. It's fine. It's an okay time. I think it plays a little stiff and awkward now. It's kinda hard to I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's just doesn't it's not
0: great now. It's, okay. It's 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 ganky is what I would call it. It feels undercooked. And I found out this week it probably was undercooked. Uh, those guys over there who did the Genesis version, which would have been Radical Entertainment, yeah. were told, were very excited. They were very excited, first of all, that they were looking for something a little bit more detailed than what they thought they were going to do. MTV was excited. Tayu who wasn't excited, Radical Entertainment, upper the upper guys. They yeah. didn't want it. They were like, no, this is dumb. We should have done something simple. If you go even $1 over budget, you're fired. Yeah. So, yeah. so it, it got hamstringed right out of the gate with you know you're only going to be able to do so much so yeah, I don't think on they the, got on the one hand it's
1: like attention. hey a license we can be creative with and on the other hand they're like yeah
0: yeah be creative but be ch- cheap creative okay yeah we'll the, your heroes money. over here with mtv and mike judge getting involved and everything else you're like this is so cutting edge it's so hot but then the management is going hey hey, hey. Keep it down for this. Hey, that's my best fat Albert
1: All you'll ever hear. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Uh, <laughs> next up, we got the uh, Game Gear version. Came out the same year, and I would just like you to listen carefully to the differences in audio quality. All right? So at least, right. so Genesis starts like this.
0: <laughs> Pull my finger.
1: Okay, they kind of sound like, you know, they're fine. They're a little crusty. A little... <laughs> Check out Game Gear, dude. hey, hey, hey. All right, give it a sec here. You got to hear this. I mean, look, eight bit systems were capable of some some interesting stuff, and I think that's fine yeah. for what it is.
0: That's that's new FX doing that stuff. That those guys made that crew ball that I didn't know anything about. You said you'd play before with the Motley Crue oh, Motley like, a Motley Crew pinball. I was like, What? a Motley Crew pinball?
1: Yeah, that game's great. Nothing wrong with Motley Crew pinball. When we do our yeah. favorite pinball uh, games of the uh of the century or whatever, we gotta do Right, right. We gotta do that. It's
0: got Miley Cruz songs in it. Yeah. It, I mean, it's in, not in a, you know, a digital format. This. I will
1: say it's not the greatest pinball machine or pinball video game ever made, but it's right. fun and has the stupid metal attitude and, you know, yes. is over the top. And so I can see why you would hire these guys for that. I think there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Now, listen to this voice sample, though, from the Game Gear that just I still don't even know what they said. So listen to this. Whoa okay i heard whoa all right Some yeah whoa whoa
0: i, I caught uh butthead said whoa but i couldn't hear what beavis let's said. try Can one more time check
1: out beavis again
0: whoa. yeah that's, cool that's awesome that's awesome maybe uh i was like, trying to think it of sounds like notes. yeah cool
1: or something like that
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah let me try one more time it's
0: cool it doesn't suck
1: i think it's yeah cool it oh it's so it might bad. be yeah cool chat room says jackpot no that's not what he says
0: <laughs> Anyway, that
1: was your Game Gear
0: game, and but it was so colorful, and it was a simplified version. I mean, it was this, you know, left to right scrolling, avoid uh, creatures that are both at your feet and your head. Yeah. Pick up, pick up uh, money as you go along. Every time you get hit, you get a little cutscene where uh, they they make some kind of little quip. It's terrible, but the animations are hilarious, and you know the artwork actually looks like beavis and ButtHead. i was actually pretty impressed with the game well, gear it game does for what it was it
1: does until they show their heads up close the beavis is wrong he does not look
0: right yeah oh yeah it's yeah
1: but Butthead's beavis fine is. beavis looks wrong like right here he looks fine them them side yeah, scrolling yeah, yeah. actually beavis looks good side scrolling i think ButtHead looks wrong side scrolling he's, right. got, he's too weird on the profile like look at that flathead foot looking face <laughs> but if you <laughs> if you do the whole like right here where they show them you know their up close faces in portrait mode, Beavis is broken. Right? That looks wrong. Yeah,
0: yeah. All those birds dropping the eggs. Yeah. Oh, if you've ever if you've ever played this Game Gear when be prepared to be. Both entertained and annoyed, which is probably the best description for all of these uh, versions. No matter how you look at it, I, they they all have annoyances, but they all have some little bit of value to them too. They all did pretty good job at conveying Beavis and Butthead. They all felt yeah. you know real true and genuine to the uh, to the characters. Yeah, in the locations. Yeah, and this was the harder the game themes. too. I think
1: this is the more difficult of, of the three of the three of that era. Right, I think this game was the hardest to play.
0: But I, I, I think. uh, I don't mean I don't mean uh, broken hard.
1: I mean like actually difficult. Like
0: right, yeah. I think I think as far as action goes, timing and action. I think this is the hardest one. Uh, The the puzzle elements and uh, the gankiness of the Genesis made it extremely difficult at at points and frustrating. Uh, And the SNES was just it was just it was a much easier experience oh m- just no a- doubt across the board just yeah. much easier sometimes
1: that makes me wonder if nintendo like says look if you're going to put it on our platform you gotta dumb it down some
0: yeah you got it and you would think so right the the look where they were targeting and originally i want to go with the genesis because the genesis crowd was the ones who were watching beavis yeah. and butthead not that the SDS crowd wasn't watching it but it tended to skew a little bit younger no, That's perfect for and, sega sega was all yeah.
1: about the you know we're edgy now, and we do <laughs> yeah, edgy. Yeah, we're,
0: we're the post preteens. We're we're yeah. full on teens, and up to you know, up to the the, the man child. So yeah. yeah,
1: it worked for them. Anybody else yeah. go watch that? Did you watch that documentary? I told you to watch the the. Um, damn it! What's it called? The dam- I love the damn it Sega. <sighs> anyway, it's on Paramount Plus. Console wars? Are you talking about? The wars, you talking it's about it's not else? console wars, but it's like that, and it's all about okay. Sega and. Their their competition with with Nintendo, uh, mm. during the late um uh, late part of the NES years and then through the Genesis years and just kind of how the stuff went, it's right. freaking great. Highly yeah. recommend it. And I'm look, I just got Paramount Plus. I'm actually a little surprised it's as good as it is.
0: It's pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it, did I watch that? I think I did watch. Some Maybe you did. It. I've gotten I've had so much of that information pumped in my head over the years. I can't recall. Yeah, it's
1: hard to it's hard to say. All right, now we're gonna talk a little bit about. This one. This is going to be cool. (laughs) Alright, so as you can tell, Super Nintendo had a little bit of a better audio chip (laughs) yeah Um, a lot better i'm not sure father of playstation i'm not sure i like the music as much um but i think i like the voice
0: metal like you said earlier the genesis version felt metal this feels a little more upbeat i don't know
1: yeah i also spent a lot of time in the school in this one was my memory
0: oh i i hated it because the the skateboarders uh, oh, what is that? What's the guy's? What's the bully's name? The, he's not oh. even a bully. He's like already graduated. He's high old guy. What's he even doing yeah. there?
1: He's the old guy that keeps showing up. Um, he reminds me of the uh, McConaughey's character in um, uh, Stay or Dazed and Confused, where he's still showing yep, up at the yep. high school and dating girls and stuff. I can't not think of his name though.
0: Heard. Uh Oh God, you got to join his gang in the yep. in the virtual stupidity. What is his stupid name? I, can't I don't remember know. anyway. Todd, I, I, Todd. Todd says, "Keep a 30. Thank you, Todd. Yeah, and they all thought yeah, yeah,
1: Beavis yeah. and and Bud had think Todd's cool, Todd. and they want to be like Todd. And the answer, the truth of that is, don't ever be like Todd. Todd's the
0: freaking worst. Oh, Todd. Todd's the worst. Yeah,
1: he's bad. Nobody who's graduated oh. and has a mustache should come back to high school, right. to do anything unless right. you work there. Okay, right.
0: that's just <laughs> the. He's doing janitorial duties now. On the S D S, unlike the Genesis, where you have to. Earn your uh, weapons, except for your farts and your burps. We didn't talk about that. There's <laughs> no. not, there's no farts and burps in this one. You you have unlimited farts and burps in the Genesis version. Yeah, now, you do. You get the bat with the baseball glove on. it. Did you watch that episode? The one where uh they're they're watching American Gladiators. Yeah, you remember that show? Oh right? yeah, totally and, remember all yeah. that.
1: Yeah, I love that episode. Are like, you Kidding?
0: Yeah, it's a great episode. You know, they're all enthralled with the fact that this. You know, they're they're seeing Lady Gladiator butts. And so they go outside and they and they make their own gladiator out of bats and glove boxing gloves. So this is the kind of stuff you'd get in all these Beavis and Butthead games. Huge nods to to just all the different games. They could have just put anything in there, right? They could have done like they did with Lisa in the Simpsons game. What they didn't give her a saxophone, they gave her something stupid. What was it? It was like a jump rope or something. Yeah, totally. It was lame. It was. But lame. here we got. Uh, yeah, it was. It was something pretty cool.
1: It's uh. So one thing I wanted to say um about the new show. Uh, yeah, just so people could get into this. Um, the old show, uh, when they would do a chunk of story and then they would have a break, yes, and in that break, they would commentate on MTV videos, actual music videos. Yes, and they were always yes. very funny. Well, I wondered, I'm like, well, what are they gonna do with the new one? They're not gonna do videos, that seems dumb. Maybe they just won't do it, yeah. they'll just skip past it, and like they did with the DVD release, they'll just not have it. Yeah, and then they did the thing I did not expect, but now that I know they've done it, it's perfect. Right, um, because the movie moves them from the '90s into 2022. They actually time travel, yes. so they're the they're straight up Beavis and Butthead out of the '90s, but they now live in our time. And they don't make too big of a deal out of it. It's just the truth. That's just where they live now. <laughs> and so instead of music videos, they watch YouTube channel or YouTube videos and react to them yeah. while they're on the couch. And it's perfect,
0: logical, it's perfect, perfect.
1: It's what you would do. If if YouTube was back in the 90s, you you would have done that.
0: Yeah. You know? I'm actually curious because in the original run, by the way, the the Beavis and Butthead uh, cartoon ran from like 92 to what? Like 97 or '8 or so. Uh, And then they took a break. And then 2011, they came back with an additional season. And now they're on their ninth season, I believe. Something like that. Anyway, the original ones, Mike Judge – Pretty much wrote all of the commentary parts that was not done by a committee, he did all of that on his own. So, I'm curious to know if that's you know, because it always made it elevated a little bit. Mike Judge is a hilarious guy, he, he seems to be into
1: hilarious. it. I, the, the interview I heard not, not long ago about this resurgence or this new sh- uh, thing plus movie was how excited right. he was that this was all coming back because it's like get, yeah. getting back to his roots, there's a simplicity to it. He loved doing it when it was a thing that that King of the Hill are like his favorite years. And, you know, even though he went on to make a bunch of movies, everyone loves and made that series for HBO. The, um, it's called Silicon, Silicon Valley.
0: Yeah. Silicon Valley. Did all this
1: amazing work. Getting back to do this is like, it's clearly a labor of love for him. So I wouldn't be surprised to hear
0: that he writes all that stuff too. Wouldn't show. I think, I think this is, you know, very natural for him. He's, he's, like I said, he's, you know, he's, he's, I think he's hilarious. Now, of course, with the delivery of it, it may not be everybody's cup of tea, no. you know, because it, it really is a couple of, you know, hormone ridden uh, teenage boys who are, you know, never grow up. That and so yeah, that could totally be annoying. I mean, yeah. he's got these annoying voices that he does, but the commentary. It's pretty good, especially if you're looking at it through the 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 lens of of a couple of little perverts, right? Yeah, you
1: okay. basically you basically nailed it. And once again, we would say I know there are people out there who have zero interest yeah. in Beavis and Butthead, but you just happen to catch Brian and Scott who happen to be super fans of Beavis and Butthead. Yes. We like this stuff a lot. Be. Huge fan. I could watch it right now and be perfectly happy the rest of the night. There will be I, people out there that never want to see it ever again. I get it. Yeah. I get it.
0: I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. I think that if you watch the current season, and it may be the only episode you may be able to stomach watching, but is really interesting. Beavis, in the second episode of this season, uh, encounters fire. And it is really different, and it is really smart, and it feels very modern And I think that if, I think if you watch that one, I think you might go, okay, maybe I see some of where this is. Speaking of which, there was a whole time when Beavis and Butthead got in trouble and uh, you know, Beavis has this fascination with fire. And then there was that tragedy that happened with that five-year-old who ended up burning his uh, two-year-old sister in, a, in that fire oh, when, yeah. during the initial run yeah. of Beavis and Butthead. Mm, and yeah. for a long time, Beavis couldn't even say fire. He had to say stuff like fryer, fryer, <laughs> he was messing with the fryer at burger yeah. world. Yeah. Uh, all that stuff is behind us. Now they can, they can, you know, do it. Yeah. You know, what was really going on back then? I don't know. Tragic story that the kid died, but I don't think it was, you know, certainly don't think it was part of, you know, I don't think Beavis and Bud had told them to do it. But no. it is interesting in that episode to watch how everything goes down. Yeah. Uh, I'm real, just saying, it's it's real interesting.
1: Real quick, the little side conversation happening in the chat about how the, the, the version of YouTube in the 90s would have been uh, animated GIFs. I would argue that <laughs> that is not true. Even though the animated GIF was invented in 1987, that's true. Right. And It'd it be was,
0: WMVs that you would have ripped off a
1: CD. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure then you'd have that. Like, we're talking to 87. You're probably, that right. thing was invented that year, 94. Oh, 97. Okay. Yeah. 94, Good. we didn't have, I mean, you had BBSs and stuff, and they had some GIF stuff on it, but they were huge
0: and took forever to download. Like, I don't, I yeah, don't, don't buy that. You would, You would be whipping the llama's ass, all right? You would be whipping the llama's uh, ass. You're right. Yeah, because right about this time, we started getting, uh, in addition to a lot of video games, we started getting a lot of, it was almost a game getting screensavers and skins for WinApp. That was just like, it was a game you would play. It's like, ooh, how can I skin this thing? I want to skin the llama's ass. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know what you want to do with the llama's ass. I've heard. I've seen. (laughs) (laughs) we're now moving on to the best game of the series okay that's not even part of the three series thing this was um where is it here it is the pc version in 1995 the first one it was called beavis and butthead and virtual stupidity came out on the playstation Ah. and and, uh the pc although the playstation game only happened in japan
0: i think right only happened in japan however there is did you get any audio from that? I sent you I a, a video of a little bit of that Japanese Beavis and Butthead dubbing, which is freaking amazing. Oh, I'll play uh, that. But There is a fan-based pack that you can actually put on that PlayStation uh, Japanese-only game so that you'll get Americanized Beavis and Butthead, even though it's not Mike Judge.
1: Well, I'm going to play a little face. bit of it. i will see what happens, because I actually have the MAME... Release here that you you gave me right. uh, as okay, as yeah, presented yeah. on uh, what's it called? Freaking!
0: They even read. There's even like this great introduction by a Japanese uh, narrator who does like the whole disclaimer at the top yeah. of it. It's just amazing. Gonna take a minute to download. I'll let it. Do oh yeah. That. Okay. So you're doing it through there. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. I just the one I sent you. That's yeah. Right. That is what yeah you this sent is me. the. I'll yeah, let it, this is the one.
1: I'll let it download. There's probably a video. Actually, you know what? I'll do that instead. Let me look for the
0: video. Yeah. There's there's definitely any anywhere you look at. Uh, you know, just look up that Beavis and Butthead Virtual Stupidity PlayStation. But uh, it'll probably give you the Japanese virtual version. Virtual Stupidity Japan. All right, but let's... this is the pinnacle for me for the is. Beavis and Butthead games. <laughs> let's hear it this. gets no better than this point. <laughs> <clip> <picture>. <laughs> 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 That's Beavis. Yeah, love it.
1: Wait, let's hear the. Okay. Ireland
0: is where? So, Oh, my
1: gosh, dude. I want to play the whole thing in
0: Japanese now. And you can because there's really no voice dialogues that give you. They don't give you (laughs) too much uh, hint, really, in this point point and click at Misadventure. It's it's a lot of uh, trial and error point, click uh, oh. You know, see, see what works, see what doesn't work. Yeah, and, this is uh, Monkey Island well, kind of game for those who are wondering what it, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Monkey Island is a great comparison. Yeah, 1995, so it's a good, good area to yeah, be. Sure. A yeah. Probably out there. Yeah. This is what it really learned like. that laughing.
1: <laughs> so there's actual voice samples. This is all Mike
0: Judge. Yeah. Actually, I Actually, have a little better file of it here. Let me play. And yeah, this would be the the PC version because the PC version was released. Uh, in the yeah, US. yeah, that was the English version. Check this out. Yeah. Let's get started, people. Hold still, damn it! <laughs> uh, Beva? Yeah. That's dead. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, like, straight up, you know, Mike Judge voiced, like, Beavis and Butthead
0: yeah. stuff. They're not messing around. And, and a special guest star by your favorite, Daria. Maybe if you didn't like Beavis and Butthead, you did like I the love, flip side. I it, love Daria. It, it, Mike Judge loves doing this. He yeah. loves doing the... Do you remember that? The Was it the Good Family? Because there was there a was the very conservative Hank Hill... Uh, but then there was this liberal family that they they ran for a couple of seasons. Did you uh, ever see that? It only ran a,
1: a single season. Yes, I watched the whole thing. Right. It was called The Good Family, yeah. and it was that um was yeah, it was it was good. Yeah. Um, I I think they probably I don't know I don't know why that didn't last. That one probably had legs, and they
0: just I don't know they couldn't work it out. But King yeah. the Hills, you know, for any extreme is what like uh, Mike Judge likes holding that mirror up to the extremes and going, "Hey, look." You're just being
1: ridiculous. And I love Daria. Daria was a spinoff that he produced, but didn't, you know, wasn't directly writing or directing and whatever. And it was a different animation style and all that. But, you know, Daria was in their class. They had a spinoff show called Daria. Daria was brilliant. I loved it. Yeah. Um, Very smart. Yeah. I could go for more of that these days, in fact. But this game, this game, I remember being really cool. And I played it on PC back in the day. Um, And what I liked about it was, it was taking one of my favorite genres at the time, which is kind of point and click adventure and applying it to this stupid premise mm-hmm. and it worked it was fun you would solve puzzles in really satisfying ways and you would advance you know the story by you know trial and error and trying to figure out what goes where and collecting inventory and trying that inventory on stuff like here's a key will it work on this lock that kind of stuff that you're used to from monkey island or whatever
0: space quest those kind of games yeah and um it's and what good. makes those games work is that you're rewarded even if you don't get it right, yeah. even if it's not the answer. You get rewarded with some witty dialogue or at least you know humorous dialogue. Yeah, and uh, it works here really well. I also and think the art idea.
1: is great. It's it's just a step up. It looks like stuff right from the show. There are yeah. uh the, the beginning is animated and has actual, uh, you know, cell animated stuff thrown mm-hmm. in there. Because again, we're on CDs
0: now. You can do this stuff. Yeah. And, uh, Lots I of love- great. Uh, there's actually I, di- I didn't do it, but I heard that you can uh, on the CD. There's like a bunch of there's move files on there's so the movie files of actual production stuff they were doing behind the scenes. I meant to go back and uh, try to find some of those things. But yeah, I, I love that. Like I said, hands down, this is the most satisfying game. It's not just the the point click game. There's it's broken up in nice little mini games which you can unlock and then you can go back and play it just by the mini games. I played this on my Windows XP Virtual Box, by the way. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> and it worked pretty good out of the box, believe it or not. And that's not always true uh, with these things. Sometimes that's true. I wouldn't
1: mind like a remaster of this. They're probably never going to do it. Maybe the show will be really popular for a comeback and they'll do it. But my favorite thing about it was the pointer, which is often a, you know, for most of these games, like a finger or a hand or. Yeah. or whatever in this case it's butthead's hand but when yeah. you run when it when it crosses something you can interact with it turns to like the rocker goat's
0: metal fingers yeah, metal devil fingers. horns yeah.
1: yes it's real stupid it's great though
0: it's real stupid but i i loved it but you're right the the uh the puzzle solving's you know is pretty good uh and a satisfying is in hawk and loogies i it was, that was, that was a lot of fun. That's one of the ways you get out of the school. No, no spoilers, I don't suppose. But why not? Whatever. This game's from 1995. Yeah. Uh, this is a retro game show. If you did, you're going to, ex- you should expect some spoilers. Yeah, expect some spoilers. Uh, That's what we do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so you, so you have to hawk a loogie, which is the name of the minigame. Uh, but you have to be able to do it once it turns green. Now, I, I think you get a green loogie for every 10 spoilers. Ten points that you score, which is you know if you, you you hit it, you hit your what your target is. Yeah, cool. Uh, but then you get a green one, yeah. and then that's how you have to hit the principal who's walking back and forth outside the school. Uh, so you can, yeah, yeah. So you distract him so that you can get out of the school because that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get, uh, you're trying to help. Todd. You're trying to you're trying to do something with Todd. I think you hear that Todd is doing something yeah. and you're trying to get out and join Todd's gang or something. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's a it's it's a hoot. It's a ride. Like I said, it is the best game out of all of these, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I agree. I would put it, okay, you know those um the fractured butthole, uh
0: <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: yeah, the the South, South Park, Park things kind of and all stuff. that. To me, it's it's yeah. like a th- those are modern versions of this. Uh, different combat and stuff like the turn based in this fantasy one and a little less of that in the, in the hero one, but still, you know, made up of actual animated sequences using real voice actors, like really giving love to that part of all this, I think is a, is a big deal. I would play this one again if I could
0: do it easily. I have to talk to you. I I will say this though. I think I didn't need it, but when I, when I play these games, I played it on stream this week. Um, and I always have, you know, people help me out a little bit, especially with these games. We're trying to get through them so we could talk about them. Um, there was some gum that was stuck on the water fountain and there's no way I would have seen it. There's no way I would have known to click where I click because there's no visual representation of the gum unless you just happen to click on the, on the mouthpiece. And I was like, okay, that that's too obtuse. Don't, don't be that obtuse. Stupid game. But the rest yeah. of it seemed to be pretty straight on.
1: Those games, I feel like all adventure games have cheap stuff like that. It pisses me off. Right. Stupid it, gum. It drives me crazy. Also, I didn't know you said gum, but I now I know what you did. Now I know you gum. said gum. What I sounded like, look at the chat, they're losing it. It's something we I all thought you said something else.
0: Oh my god, what did I say? I said gum. Well gum.
1: What rhymes? It with, be you gum. said there was some gum stuck to the <laughs>
0: drinking fountain. It's it's not their fault. They're primed they're primed to Beavis and Butthead it right now in the chat room. I understand. I actually appreciate that that's what you guys heard. <laughs> uh, I also heard it. Uh,
1: all right. Uh, now let's talk about the terrible stuff. Just real quick. We'll rip through these. Uh, in ninety or 96, it would have been for Windows PC, Windows 95 yes. PC. Um, they had something called Beavis and Butthead Wiener Takes All. Yes. And
0: uh, it was kind of a game show
1: thing. Yeah, kind of Jack. You don't know Jack is what I think they were trying to compete with. Yeah, yeah,
0: Jeopardy. You don't know Jack kind of crap. Because that's right around
1: the time you started to see that stuff, and uh, it's terrible. I I played this. It's not good, and here's the reason. Um, I'll skip ahead so you can see kind of what it looks like but it's them in front of a tv and they put up questions and then you got to answer them and it's sort of a trivia contest thing like you don't know jack was originally and i'm not talking about the more recent jackbox stuff i'm talking like back when you you don't know jack was the was its own standalone thing
0: you could play up to three players i think but here's
1: the problem audio matters a lot and if you're going to have them commentating about the contest or the, the 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 game show, and the game show is also going to be telling you things. You need to be good at like balancing all that. Right. This is what that sounded like. Okay, it's terrible enjoy good lord we've got to get those naked teens out of the water before they swim right up into that shark's nest get Whoa. ready for bold audacious babes bouncing down beaches and brutal man-eating sharks yeah. in an all-new episode of beach Venture. you
0: can't hear either of them talking over each other it's horrible yeah that is terrible Ugh. now i'm actually i'm actually recognizing so i didn't get to play this because i didn't have a I didn't have a way to play Windows 95 game because I, I went in, I tried to play the Windows 95 uh, on my Windows XP and it said, no, you can't do it. Um, but this I noticed that this one is the one that someone has recently taken and green screened that screen TV and people are running all kinds of crazy stuff on YouTube uh, using that kind of kind of memeifying it on YouTube. Totally uh, fine. I, I didn't realize they should do that. Um, and, okay.
1: and, and the premise is fine. It's just execution's really bad. Like I watched about a half hour of this before I had to turn it off because everything, the whole joke is they're going to give you some, some questions and have a whole setup. And then Beavis and Butthead are going to commentary on top of that, either while you're picking your answers or whatever. And they chose to have them all at the same volume, all talking at the same time. You can't hear anybody do anything. It's
0: horrendous. It's bad. It's not good. It's It's not good. 1996. Yeah. You can have good. your Beavis and Butthead game back.
1: Now if you want to play the Game Boy game, which came out in 90, 99 of
0: all years. Um Yeah, was, I think it was released in the EU in ninety eight and then ninety nine was here.
1: Were we even what were we doing then with Beavis and Butthead? It or not even beat us in better. But what were we doing with the Game Boy? We still had new Game Boy games in '99. I don't remember
0: that. That's what I said. That's what I said too. See, it says '98 there, but I think it's because it was European release first in yeah. the U.S. It was '99. But yeah, I was the same way. And this didn't even have the Game Boy color support, the Super Game Boy color support, no. and all that stuff. I it made me mad.
1: It's just an ugly. It made me mad too because it actually doesn't play very well either. But it's it's just such a late stage. Like I'm trying to think. '99. Yeah. Didn't we already have a GBA? When the GBA
0: came Yeah, out. I, thought we, I, I thought we at least had... We, no, I know we had the Game Boy Color. We had the Super Game Boy, surely, yeah. by that point in time. I don't know where this came from because Beavis and Buddy wasn't even on the air this time, not in 99. Okay, like, I maybe. take it back. It was, Who, was June air 11, air
1: 2001 here, so it wasn't quite oh, here. Really? But still, like, give it a weighty a year. It just seems weird
0: yeah. to me. It seems, it seems weird, and it's ugly. Um, It sounds okay. Sounds,
1: and sounds I will funny. say
0: this. I will say this. I I hated it, but I also found it compelling. <laughs> I, I couldn't stop right. playing it. I don't know why. And all it is is basically, you know, uh, getting past a bunch of gatekeepers so that you can uh, get out of detention. And you only can play one of the characters at a time. Unlike a lot of these other games that allow you to choose between the two, Beavis or Butthead. You start off as Beavis, maybe get to play Be- Butthead later. I don't know how to get that far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. Oh, just avoiding collisions with, with the stupid nerds and the jocks yeah. was like impossible. Cause this is this is a Game Boy game. Don't make collisions part of the game mechanic. Is there's the screen's so small. I didn't like that part at all. Yeah. That should be they should they should just have just had like a, a, a just a, a big over there's like no collisions in Game Boy Games.
1: Yep. That's basically it. None. And they had a bunch of little I don't know. I I wanted to like this more than I did. I just didn't. I don't like even care. I mean, now in a retro way, it's like fine, okay, cool, Game Boy game. I'll play that. Yeah. But it just, I don't know. This one rang empty for me. Uh, yeah, Beavis and like Butthead's Bung was, Hole in One on the PC. That was a golf game. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. A little
0: mini golf game. What yeah. about that?
1: I I mean, look, I like mini golf as much as the next guy. But how do you how do you feel about a, a bung? <laughs> <laughs> hole and bung <laughs> hole and bung or whatever was that? the tip hole the bung hole and one sorry that's bung it. bung hole and one there you go and it was you know i think the first 3d game
0: yeah um I mean, well it, well it was it was uh the 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 the, the yeah the, the course was in 3d but i think that the animations were in 2d like they had like an overlay yeah. uh on top of it with like the, you know the the 2d characters and stuff yeah. This was their the, the golf on, like, was in three
1: D. Yeah, the golf was in three D. And the characters themselves, you know, you had a selection of like, there's Anderson, there's the principal, you got the Odd. now classless into my hippie talk guy. I forget his the name. M K. Yeah, that guy. Um, not the same as the M K. guy from no South Park. South Park. No. Its own brand of this M-K. predates
0: South Park by a good bit, but he does. You say M-K a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, I didn't play this this week in preparation, but I kind of wanted to, and I kind of still I- do.
0: I wanted to play it once again. Here we are with another Windows game. This time, 32-bit destroyed my dreams because my XP is 64-bit. Oh. I guess I'm going to have to make another virtual machine. <laughs> and this is the problem with PC gaming for me a lot of times with retro style. So, yeah.
1: Mm. yeah, that's the thing. People always think it's the most backwards compatible format right. for most games. And in some cases, I guess that's true. But when you're talking about you know retro stuff and playing it in the right environment, um, right it's
0: tricky in a specific time frame it gets yeah. a little tricky yep it's tricky it's uh, tricky to rock a rhyme to rock a rhyme
1: uh chat room saying that new golf game that netflix has out on mobile those they have some good games on that netflix mobile thing i don't think anyone's playing it though which bums me I out because if you have existed. a netflix subscription you just get these games and they play hmm. um like for example they put out a the the patched up enhanced edition of um Oh, what's the the turn based mech game that everyone fell in love with by the FTL people? I can't think of the name. To the Brink or to Over the Edge or whatever it oh. is. It's an amazing yeah, game. Um, I have it on my PC as well, but um anyway, that's on there. Like they're just free and they don't have any into the breach, into- that's it. Shaking. And they don't have any microtransactions. It's all just play. Um like Apple it's like Apple TV or Apple um arcade except I'm going to just go ahead and argue that some of what I've played or most of what I've played on the on the Netflix selection has been better than the mm. Apple Arcade games so it's pretty good and and you're if you already have Netflix you're in you just have it um and it doesn't run in Netflix you have to you know you go you go into your Netflix thing you click it it goes to the app store and downloads a game and as long as you're a Netflix subscriber it just works mm. um it's great uh, I didn't know that. Either. I knew none of that. Yeah. That's, see, this how, is the problem. that's how
0: far up the bunghole I've been.
1: Well, I don't think it's your fault. I think their marketing is bad.
0: I think that they have right. been
1: really shit poor at telling people and they've been buying studios and buying IPs and they've just kind of been bad at <laughs> letting people know about it. So I don't think it's your fault at all. Anyway, uh, the point is golf. Now yeah, golf. you got your Beavis and Butthead. Do you? Yes. Uh, this is also tried to be a returned form and I don't think is very good. It's okay.
0: Something about nineteen ninety nine, man. Something about uh the you know, no more Beavis and Butthead where we're trying to get a fix, maybe I don't know. I yeah.
1: Don't know. But it was another point and clicker, you know, it was all right. Yeah. Uh I just don't think it's Beavis, as good.
0: Yeah, Beavis and Butthead go to college. It's not nearly as much fun as the uh virtual stupidity. It's okay. Yeah. It's uh all right. but you're, you're trying to get some sign offs on in college. It's a little too much intentionally adult humor. They're Basically, even though Beavis and Butthead are not going to college, they're basically feeling out college and they're more in a college situation. Mm-hmm. It's just classic trying to take your silly characters to the next logical, more adult location. Yeah, they not did that good, a lot. Though. They did that all
1: the yeah. time. I mean, in the last movie, they're people think they're like genius um, astronauts. Yeah. And yeah. all they care about is the machine that lets it lets them put I, a rocket inside and outside of a thing like a penis. That's all they can. Yeah. About.
0: I, I didn't care. I felt like the, I, I felt like it was a little too one note on that movie, by the way, I, I'm not, a, I do the universe. Eh, it's okay. The new series. Fantastic. You can skip, I thought, do the, universe, do the universe, is universe. awesome. You
1: didn't like it. I loved it.
0: It's okay. It's kind of one note. Well, it's, it's all the things that people complain about Beavis and butthead. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean it has it's got your TP for my bunghole. It's got your Right. You know, like like Do America did. Like they they're they sing yeah. all the same songs and so you're right, but I liked it. I also like it as a pivot mm, point okay. to say we need to bring these guys into the modern era and we need to address yeah. things like cell phones and YouTube and just the world that we live in now com- compared to what you know your your average adolescent a hole lived in in the nineties. Yes, and I think that the movie gave them that that pivot because it wouldn't have had yeah. you know they literally traveled through time uh, and ended up here. So and, and, I
0: did. My favorite part though is Smart Beavis and Smart Butthead. Other than that, it felt very one notish.
1: Oh, I did like those guys. The the, the alien yeah. looking uh, yeah smartest of all the universes of but yeah. even they hadn't scored yet wasn't that the deal yeah yeah that was the whole deal so, yeah. yeah they're always really, trying to score i enjoyed the movie a lot it was great uh anyway those are your games those are all of them that's everything and if you're into seeing beavis and bedhead without metallica on their shirts and uh dcdc DC, then i'm telling you this is the day de- this is time for you to be alive because they wear skull and, death rock. skull and death rock and it's stupid um but overall you know i feel like they made a mark it was good i loved uh i loved uh in fact i remember thinking back then when i played that first pc game that was really good i remember going well it'd be cool if mike judge made like a full-on uh uh king of the hill point and click game i'd play that
0: yeah i'd play the crap
1: out of that yeah somebody stole all the propane help hank go find it whatever
0: yeah yeah I mean, I, I would even i i was I was Jonesing for a good like the is these, these kind of games like the point and click stuff and management and all that stuff kind of evolved into like Simpsons Tapped Out and I always I was like oh god I would love to have a, like a King of the Hill Tapped Out I know they have like you know some Fox. Point and click, mini game things too, but yeah, I just wanted more Beavis and Butthead. Really, just do you think
1: we'll get Beavis them in that Viacom uh, brawler game? that has got like
0: SpongeBob and everybody in it. You think? They uh, I that? I think they've they've been they've been still adding some stuff. I think if it continues to do uh like it's been doing, I think it will. It still got some buzz around it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it never quite yeah. reached the uh, the accolades that the Simpsons did in terms of tie ins for games, right? Um, but they tried, and I have some respect yeah. for that. And I kind of want to play that Super NES game through because it's actually kind of easy, you know? Oh, yeah. Just tear through it and say I did it. I don't know.
0: I probably. All I know is that playing the Beavis and Butthead games this past week really took me back to the 90s and allowed me to really just enjoy s- stupid humor, turn my brain off and, yeah. and not... You know, not have to think about anything. That's what you do. You just you just turn your brain off. You can turn it back on. I mean, my judge sometimes will give you a little you know social satire, and you uh, kind of catches you off guard. That's what the humor is. Yeah, it's like it's mostly dumb stuff, and then it co- occasionally something smart will get spit out. And you're like, oh wait, yeah, you just do me for a loop. That, like that would happen. Like the frog in Frog Baseball.
1: Exactly. Uh, for me, it's about a simpler time and. Right, As dumb as it is, juvenile as it is, it represents a, a period of my life where I was
0: just right. chilled out, man. And when we talk about simpler time, we understand that going back in time doesn't make things simpler. Going back to a time when we didn't have any responsibilities in our memories, well, that's different. Definitely we didn't have as many simpler. responsibilities, and it was a simpler time because there wasn't as many things that were on our shoulders.
1: Yeah, I know There's there's always dark shit going on. But we right. weren't we weren't you know, fully functioning adults.
0: Society was having a hard time. Yeah. I mean, Scott, not so much. Yeah, <laughs> Brian and I, yeah. <laughs> we were children. We, we didn't care. Yeah, we were didn't
1: care. we were watching Beavis and Butthead, and we were enjoying.
0: We it. had no responsibilities. We had no money to affect change. We were mm-hmm. nobody. Even so, when I even yeah. when,
1: my, when I was uh, had gotten I got married in ninety two. Had Taylor in ninety four. He'd say, Oh no, Scott, you were you were a fully functioning adult. No, as a twenty-five-year-old no. dumbass, I was, like, a, I was
0: a man child. I was a man child, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we uh, the infantilization of uh, the American children, as it was. Yep, we eventually grew up. We did mostly.
1: Yeah, much to much mostly. to my chagrin. <laughs> Uh, Whatever, we're still doing the show. I guess that's good. All right, we're going to play Guess My Game now. This is uh, not my game, our game. And uh, I'm going to start with me after I play this little intro for it right here. Destroy it. (laughs) I play an audio clip. Brian tries to guess what game it is. We give some clues. We see how we do. He does the same to me after that. Let's get this started. Brian, I'm going to play a clip for you. Yeah, the
0: same to you. Mm,
1: The year year is uh, 2001. All right. So, still within our little territory of retro, you know,
0: right? right. there. Yeah. 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 Two thousand one. That's still in the retro because it, it could be a Game Boy Advance game or a Game sure Boy Color. I mean, it come sure on, yeah. how retro is that?
1: That's retro as hell. So here it is. Check it out. Ooh. Dreamland. Jeopardy. This Jeopardy. Is Jeopardy. This is Jeopardy. This is Jeopardy. 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 Uh, I'll give you a hint. This is a GBA game.
0: Sounds like a GBA game.
1: Made just for the GBA.
0: It's going to give it away now. It sounds like a Mario of some sort. Oh. Wow, that sounds like a Sonic game.
1: Hmm. Well, you might be right. What do you think? What do you think this is?
0: Sonic... Advanced. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yeah, you totally got
1: it. It's Sonic Advance. They made three of them it's Sonic Advance 1, 2, and 3. They were uh, Nintendo uh, Game Boy Advance uh, exclusives. I don't think they've been anywhere else, like in a compilation yeah, or anything, yeah. as far as I know. And they were good, they were good Sonic games. They were a good time. I liked them. Yeah, you can't, all three. you
0: can't hang you can't hide that collection. If I, I could I could hear ring collects and coins collects, so Yeah, you could pretty much
1: Yeah, yeah. him spinning like you're screwed. I knew I was gonna be yeah. screwed on this one. So there's an easy one for you. Let's see how we do Now hard I feel
0: bad is. because I picked a really hard one. At least for me. I was like, I don't remember this at all. And so yeah, this is uh I apologize. <laughs> in, in ad, advance in
1: advance all right well let's find oh, that's funny in advance get it
0: advance yeah in yeah. advance there you go 1993 yeah. this was also a radical entertainment for the NES
1: oh okay NES we're going back here it is and
0: this is actually for the SBS version oh really is where the i think the music is from i That sounds like NES to me. It might be. I think it was NES, actually. Yeah, yeah, that was NES.
1: Unless they just did a straight port and didn't worry about
0: music. No, no, no. um, Give me another hint. Um, Uh, Let's see. Uh, This is... um, Platformer? it's 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 an educational game. Oh. They also had a Macintosh version in 1994.
1: Um, this isn't that Mario Mario they did a series oh. of
0: Mario education titles. Um, oh. Oh. what is this called? I never played this, but it sounds like you may have at least heard Oh, it oh I before. saw
1: it but I never played it. Um oh, this is
0: gonna bug me. I'll tell you what, what? you don't play as Mario.
1: No, that's true, because Mario's like
0: there to teach you and stuff. Actually, it's not Mario teaches Mario's, typing. Mario's not anywhere to be found.
1: Oh, really? Nintendo teaches typing. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know. I know you, they put out a series of educational NES games, but right. I do not remember any of it.
0: Luigi's first starring role in a video game, although was the main character of the nineteen ninety Game Watch game Luigi's Hammer Toss. Yeah. This is Mario is missing. Kinda like what we had to do in Luigi's Mansion. Where's Mario? Mario
1: Yeah. So what happened? Mario.
0: So you had to what did you do as a player? You had to learn how to do math or some shit? Like that? Yeah, I think you uh you gotta travel the world and return stolen treasures. But yeah, along the way you gotta do uh, you gotta do stuff like uh, matching and uh you know finding things. There might be some math involved too. Okay.
1: I'm gonna play the only clip I have with Luigi's name in it. Ready? Ready? Right, do it. Here.
0: Mama Mama <laughs> Luigi?
1: <laughs> I, I don't remember what that was about. Was that like the car that was
0: the cartoon, I think? Yeah, yeah, I think it was, but yeah, I knew, I know anything about Mario is missing. But I, when I, as I as I dove deep into the radical entertainment, who gave us our Genesis version of yeah. of the Beavis and Butt uh, from '94, I saw they did this, and I was like, oh, I don't remember anything about Mario is missing. And I love Luigi, so it was it was all up my hoo ha.
1: Yeah, that is straight up your hoo ha. Uh, I wish I could. Yeah, find I thought I captured him going Mario, and I don't have it. Mario. No, that's not it. Hold on no that's not it just no no
0: no no No, we know that one wooj man the chat room guessed a couple of games and one of them was correct mario is missing
1: mario is missing okay well there you go not available anywhere (laughs) i don't think
0: not available anywhere that's not gonna be on that uh on the switch online no thing I mean, I don't no. think it will be unless it was thought of more highly
1: or something. I don't know. Right. Weren't there some educational games that were really big for a while there? Like uh, oh, there's yeah. the Mavis it Beacon the stuff. But Those aren't really games. They just taught you how to type. Oh, uh, Where in the World
0: is Carmen Sandiego? Those
1: games were education titles. Oh, yeah. We've got it.
0: We've actually got to get to that. We're going to definitely do an episode on uh, Carmen Sandiego. Yeah. I, that is that is a no-brainer. That was a huge – even in my even in my time, even though it was a little bit – some of it was after my time. Yeah. It's big, though. It's big. big. yeah, yeah. big yeah. hit.
1: People are into that stuff. There's a whole generation of kids who grew up on that shit. Anyway, we'll get to all that uh, at some other time. But for now.
0: Welcome to the Treasure Room. Emails.
1: Emails. I got some emails to read. One email in particular. This came to playretroshow at gmail.com. This is from David, who says, Hello, I've been listening to the show since it started, and I have been enjoying walking down memory lane with all of these retro games. I've noticed you seem to focus on console games. i wondering if you ever considered looking into some of the PC games. Would love to hear your thoughts on the classic Command & Conquer game, especially after listening to the Strike episode, where you said they had the best FMVs of the era, to which I respectfully disagree. <laughs> Thank you for the content and what y'all make, David. Um, yeah, and we should have clarified also when we were talking about those cutscenes
0: that we we meant console cutscenes. Right, we um, meant console cutscenes. They're yeah. still amazing on their own. They they were still they still hold up against anybody anywhere, but you're right. Yeah. Uh Command and Conquer has some of the the best. Oh, without a doubt. Video.
1: And Command and Conquer deserves an entire dedicated episode. Um I yeah. I would love to get into what happened with Westwood Studios, how that all fell apart, at some point how Blizzard came in and ate their lunch with uh with Warcraft yeah. and and some of the weirdness was going on there. This it's a very strange era for that developer and where Westwood ended up, which is obliterated. They're not really anything anymore. Um, yeah. But at the time, but they made the greatest freaking RTS ever made. It was so good. They really did. They really did. And so there's
0: good. so many great PC games. And don't for, don't think we've forgotten about the PC games. I've been working hard over the last couple of months trying to make some kind of environment. So that I could play at least a majority, or at least a, a, a large number of PC games, and unless they're ported, you know, over to you know, like like good old games, or maybe Steam has a remaster or something, it's really hard to get PC games, especially in the ones that are like in the ninety-five. Hmm. Like when they when they go from DOS, easy to emulate, DOSBox, it exists. There is other things too, sure. but once you get to ninety-five. Ninety-eight. When you start getting those first couple of years of the Direct X really going full yeah. steam, yeah. it really gets complicated. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's all the way up to you get to like Windows layer Windows XP. So there's like a and that's and that's the lion's share of where we play retro with mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah. So
1: it's complicated uh, era for sure. We can still talk about them even though the stuff's harder to play today. But yeah, but for sure we will definitely get into it. And Dice Tomato in the chat says that Blizzard did not eat their lunch. Dude, Blizzard came in with Warcraft, especially two, and overtook the RTS market. Just destroyed that market. Destroyed them
0: with lasers.
1: And those guys, you know, Westwood scrambled. They were struggling. There's a whole story behind this. They end up selling themselves to EA to their to their detriment. Right. It's what killed them in the end. Uh, like a lot of devs that get bought by EA, they got munt- chewed up and spit out. Um, there's a whole thing with that. We'll get into all of it. Yeah. I was playing those like, games right up until Tiberian Sun, but by then yeah. Warcraft had already done it. They'd already done it. Yeah. And guess who's still Likely, making Warcraft games? And I'm not look, I'm not the biggest Blizzard fan these days, but one of those companies is still making games. <laughs> and yeah, Warcraft is that true. so just saying,
0: and luckily, uh, Command and Conquer, uh, is, is a big enough franchise, and it's went on long enough that there's been remasters, and you know, there's there's ways to play that game. So yeah, I think that's definitely in our
1: future. Remasters out now, I think. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, and they took all the old video and like did some like AI uprising and stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Because they didn't have the original uh, masters and stuff, so they had to use AI yeah. to do it. It looks it looks amazing.
0: Which of course um, means Brian got to dig through the archives and find the original, so I can look at it in full ass mode.
1: Yeah, you got to see it in ass mode. You are right. Yeah, so I can compare remastered collection. Is this on Steam? It is. Let me just see what this goes for these days. Oh, uh, well, this sold pretty well, at least Steam numbers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see, nineteen ninety nine is all, and uh, oh, it looks good compared to the old ones. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just up-res sprites and stuff, but. Um. What? Why isn't Mark Jamison Shepard replaced with Jordan Peterson? What does
0: that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Scott's getting about to head down a rabbit hole. Speaking of uh, games you can't hardly find anymore, just about all those games, uh, those Beavis and Butthead games we talked about today are Abandonware. So uh, you can you can find them at archive.org or myabandonware.com, oh, yeah. I think it is, something like that. So there, there's a there's plenty of ways to get those ROMs because nobody's really – watching them. No, just, no, you're absolutely <laughs> they've right. A, they've just been abandoned.
1: You're absolutely right. Someone in the chat says, I wonder if any of these RTS games will work uh, well on the Steam Deck. They work. They, I, I don't oh. know if I'd say well because the Steam Deck's got these two, you know, you got your two thumb pads, right? These two things yeah. here. They yeah. act as mice, basically. Sort of least... an extension of what they tried to do with the Steam Controller years ago. Um, and they work. They totally work. Do they work great? And would
0: you prefer them over a mouse? No. <laughs> and you can you can plug in a keyboard and mouse yeah, that thing, right mouse but kind of takes the sure. portability out of it right it's it does if well you're, if you're on a
1: long trip case. though and you got a little uh bluetooth keyboard and mouse or something uh, right. totally fine you can totally do that that would work um all right that's it for uh emails thanks for the uh the uh the email and yes we're gonna in fact next week we're getting all into it commodore 64 top five that's a computer Ooh. that's a pc
0: it it is a PC, and we—I picked it because I knew that it's kind of like once again, it's kind of a closed system. It's yeah. like oh, it was 64. It was around for a really long time. It was games were being developed for this thing actively for at least 10 years. It's, there's still people making the games for it, but really it's its active life. It's mm-hmm. really long. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, is tons of games, 10,000 games or something like that. Yeah, so, there's a yeah, lot. And we're Most only going to five.
1: Yeah, many are bad. Many are terrible and not worth bringing up. <laughs> many However, are horrible. Uh, it's going to be but great. But you
0: may hear of a few things. I don't. We haven't definitely determined the exact uh, top five because we don't want to spoil it, but there may be a Turk and in there that people seem to love maybe some international karate <laughs> those kind of games <laughs> uh but if you have your favorite maybe you can uh you can you could talk us into to something else but we have we have a list we don't want to spoil it here but i don't uh, see hard hat mac on this list so there's going to be trouble we'll see we'll see yeah. we'll just have to <laughs> we have <laughs> we'll, we're gonna wing it <laughs> we're
1: gonna wing it for sure so that's next week commodore 64 play retro top five and that list will What I'm looking at here is probably going to get tweaked. We'll see. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, But that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be great. So come on back for that. We'll do that next week. And in the meantime, I'd like everybody who can hear me, who has not yet joined our Patreon, at the very least, go look at it and decide whether it's for you. Okay? Because we got cool benefits and you get to support your favorite show. Why wouldn't you want to do that? You know. Yeah. Why not? No why, commercials ever. Well, yeah. Why not? Why not love the one you're with yeah. or something? Uh, yeah. Why not be like uh, the following people? I swear, Seb signs up for everything.
0: Seb is the greatest.
1: He is the greatest. Seb, uh, Seb's Seb on is here. The greatest. Uh, Cologne Brothers also on mm-hmm. here. Oh no, I'm sorry. Oolong Brothers, not Cologne.
0: Oh, oh, I like Cologne Brothers. They they smell great.
1: Yep sensei's on here. Justin McCloud, or sorry, Justin McDonald. Why did I say McCloud? I don't know.
0: <laughs> there can only be one though.
1: There can only be one. Anyway, if you want to be like them, go check it out. Uh, you'll never get a commercial or an ad of any kind. You get pre-show content every week. You get monthly benefits. There's no reason not to join. So head on over now to patreon.com slash playretro and sign up today. Playretro show at gmail.com is that email address once again. Retro show on Twitter and everything else is at frogpants.com slash Play retro, Brian. Do you have anything to add before we go today?
0: Why? Why Commodore sixteen? Live,
1: live sixteen. I' gonna get you a motivator unit. I promise. You can do. Look, you don't want that red one. Uh, you're gonna put them in a chemical bath, and and suddenly it <laughs> speaks ten thousand languages. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Uh, That'll do it for us. Listen, this is what I want you to do between now and the next time we see you all. Go play something retro. We'll see you next time. Be retro. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.
0: Jeez, <laughs> that is so that is so terrible. I it's love it.
1: really bad, man.